0: The scripture reading for our meditation today is the final portion of our Lord's temptation in the wilderness. It is found in Matthew chapter 4, beginning with verse 8. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would strengthen our faith through them. Amen. My final year of seminary, a young man who was out vickering a year ahead of me was serving a church up way up in northern Minnesota, happened to be out in the country, and um, probably 10 miles from any city or town. And one night he came in to conduct Lenten services, got there about a half hour, 45 minutes early, and as he walked up to the altar, he could tell something wasn't right. And there were things that had happened to the candles, there was a knife up on the Bible, and there were some things spray painted on the altar, in the shape of a circle with a star in the middle all signs of occultic devil type worship and he called the local authorities and they came out and said that they'd had activity like this going on in the county in different barns they would find uh, different things like this the devil is a very real presence in the world even though we can't see him his invisibility to us sometimes may make us forget about him or think to take him rather lightly your enemy your your enemy has a step up on you and has in a sense already won the war if he can convince you that he doesn't exist or that you have no reason to be concerned about him in the text in front of us our Lord Jesus has just undergone baptism in Matthew chapter 3 and we're told immediately upon his baptism he was taken out into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil And think of that, in a sense, as a picture of you as well as a Christian. As soon as you were baptized and became a child of God, as soon as the Lord worked faith in your heart to believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior and to put your confidence in him for paying for your sins so you could have heaven, as soon as that takes place, immediately you become the target of the devil. And from that point forward in your life on, he will be after you to try to tear this faith away from you when you are taken from the kingdom of darkness that belongs to him and brought into the kingdom of light by faith and you renounce the devil in all of his wicked works and ways as soon as that takes place in your life you now become his target think of the arrogance and the audacity and boldness of the devil to go after the son of God himself the very one who made him he's just an angel the very one who made him and all beings, the all-powerful, almighty God, and he has enough audacity and boldness to go after him and try to derail him from his mission. And that shows, that shows all of us that we certainly know he can try to come after us as well. He tries to approach Jesus in a variety of ways, and we can see that here in our text as well with a variety of different temptations, but he tends to camouflage himself as someone who is a friend, someone who is going to give him something, someone who is going to uh, do something for his benefit. That's how he is when he tempts us as well. He likes to find things that have a hook in them to make us think, this is going to be for my good, and this is not dangerous, even though it may be clearly contrary to the word of God. Years ago, I remember watching a program one night on, like, one of these news programs, 2020 or 60 Minutes or something, and there was a police officer trying to teach parents about protecting their children. And he picked four mothers who happened to have little four year olds, and he brought them to a park to play. And he had all of the mothers say to the children ahead of time, Don't ever walk away with a stranger, don't ever go away with a stranger. And then, while they started playing, about Half hour later, he walked into the midst with a little picture. They didn't know him. And he pretended to be a man that was that was looking for his lost puppy and wanted to see if they would help him. And instantly all four of the children walked with him right down the block, blocks and blocks away. The parents were appalled. Think about how the devil likes to come to us and and so on. When when those parents asked their children about it, why did you go with him? He's a stranger, I just told you. They said he wasn't a stranger. He was a nice man that had a picture of a dog. He likes to come to us in our spiritual lives as well and, and find ways to tempt us, find our moments of weakness. Jesus, Jesus is here fasting for a period of 40 days and nights. And once you know that's exactly the time the devil tries to come after him. And he'll look at you and me as well and try to figure out what are the times in our life when we are most vulnerable. Where are the places and spots in our life where, where maybe we have a weakness toward a particular sin? Or maybe something's happened in our life that's, that's, that's kind of shaken us up a little bit and, and caused us to be agitated. Maybe the devil likes to sneak in during those times and weaken our faith or even lead us away from Christ. And make no mistake about it, he studies us. He tries to know us. He tries to learn about us. The United States Army down in, in the, um, uh, down in the uh, academies that, that teach people how to be generals and things, they will often select one particular student who's very bright and teach him, to, uh, have him just immerse himself in one of the particular possible potential enemies that could be out there in the world and he'll spend his entire career studying that general or maybe a dictator to learn how they operate the devil is very careful about you and about me trying to figure out exactly the places where he can come after us but it's comforting for us to know and remember that our Lord Jesus Christ is far greater than any fallen angel he's the son of God himself and how little it takes by him And by the kingdom of God, how little it takes to defeat this enemy. Think about how God chose to have the plan of our salvation begin. It started as a little seed inside of a virgin's womb. And then this little baby that came into the world. And through that, the almighty power of God, even through something that small and seemingly insignificant to the world, God could defeat the entire forces of hell itself. Think about in your life, just a little handful of water, some words from a pastor's mouth, just hearing the forgiveness of sins proclaimed to you from pulpits, just a little bread and wine blessed with the, with the words of Christ and his body and blood are there. All of that, these little tiny things that God can use to defeat the devil. What great power there is in the kingdom of God. And our Lord Jesus came for this specific purpose, In fact, as soon as he's baptized, we're told the Holy Spirit took him intentionally out into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He targets the devil. This isn't an accident that he falls into this temptation. We're told immediately he was led away to be tempted by the devil. In the book of Hebrews, it says this about Jesus' mission He too shared in our humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is, the devil. One last point. Think of all the weapons that Jesus could have used to ward off the devil and defeat him. And yet, what does he use? He uses his own word. Now, he could have called down legions of angels or built an army or think of all the things in nature he could have used. But what does he do? He goes to scripture. He goes to the very word he himself helped to produce. And he uses just verses from that to drive the devil away. And he takes that same sword and weapon and he hands it to you as one of his believers. And he says, hold on to this. Learn how to use it. Wield it. Hold it close to your side. All the way to the gates of heaven. Amen.